Sometimes I don't know how to answer questions about Christianity. Sometimes I get asked questions that I wonder myself. I know I don't have all the answers, and I trust the Bible to guide me. But for someone who doesn't believe in the Bible, where do I even start? Searching for God is a study package you can do alone or with a group. It'll walk you through some of the challenges you're facing from friends or family who don't understand your faith. Searching for God. Available at Zondervan.com. So we don't have to remember everything. We don't have to know everything, but we can learn things. We shouldn't abdicate learning because it says to be prepared. I think it makes you a better believer to understand how faith squares against science, to understand how the truth of Jesus Christ is not relative. It's not just what's true for me. It's truth. And here's how that works. To remember that not all religions are the same. And so when someone says, well, you believe that and I believe what I believe and we're all going to get there because we're all worshiping the same God. Actually, that's fundamentally not true. And the more you learn about religions, the more you realize that's not true. Hi, this is Holly and welcome to Study with Friends. We're learning so much from the book of First Peter and how he helps us understand suffering. I wonder if today you need to hear about that. If you want to read or hear more on this topic, go to studywithfriends.org and type Peter in the search box. If you're studying along at home or with a group of your own friends and have questions about this or any of our studies, post them on our Facebook page. We love that. Let's continue our study with friends. All right, so you have something about science. Yes. So with the whole being prepared for um, to defend our faith, I feel that there are a lot of Christians that know how to argue with science, but I feel like a lot of people like to hold that over us because not every Christian knows about science. Mm -hmm. Like Romeo was saying that people, uh, like Christians are always prepared with like their verses and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. some people are arguing about science. And I took um, AP Bio this year, and so it's a college course, and so we learned about evolution, but as like in a Christian school, we also learned how to defend Mm-hmm. our faith against that and how to prove that evolution is not how the world you know was created like it mm-hmm. was created by god mm-hmm. and um can I, I to... can i ask you a question about that yeah as a result of taking that class do you feel more confident in the context of that conversation than you did before you took that class yes i would like it i try to remember what we talked about because there are some things that I do forget but I feel better because I can so kind of remember and then I can just look it up and you piece have a better it together. idea well yeah. can I, so it's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to um actually speak right to that because I think part of the the scripture that says always being prepared mm-hmm. um does it is a mandate for learning mm-hmm Learn so so as questions come to your mind or as questions come from others to you, go learn the answer because you have to have a confidence first in yourself in so inside your own heart that what you're believing is the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I referenced the book. Um, it's called Searching for God, and I and it's really written for Christians. And that might sound counterintuitive, but the truth is we have to know that what we believe is true. And that will create the confidence in in going into these conversations and say, you know, I don't have the answer for that right now, but I have confidence 
um, because I've read it before, I'll bring it back to you or, or maybe the Holy Spirit, because you read it, I, I fully believe the more we read the Bible, um, then God can bring it back to our memory. So you did AP bio. So you say, I don't remember everything. It's not up to you to remember everything, but God mm-hmm. can call anything out of knowledge. your mind at any given time and give it to your mouth. Mm-hmm. He can do that. But exactly, we do yeah. the work of being prepared by putting it in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to remember everything. We don't have to know everything, but we can learn things. We shouldn't abdicate learning because it says to be prepared. And so I don't, I think it makes you a, a better believer to understand how faith squares against science, to understand how the truth of Jesus Christ is not relative. It's not just what's true for me. It's truth. And here's how that works to remember that not all religions are the same. And so when someone says, well, you believe that and I believe what I believe and we're all going to get there because we're all worshiping the same God. Actually, that's fundamentally not true. And the more you learn about religions, the more you realize that's not true. They have Mm -hmm. conflicting truth claims. You know, God is either one or he is three. It can't be both. He might be neither, but he can't be both. And he might be one, but he's not the other. Um, God either had a son or he didn't. Um, either you believe there is a God or you don't. Some world religions don't believe in a God. They believe in uh, reincarnation and, you know, uh, other means of eternal spirituality. And so the more you learn, the more you you are confident in your own heart. And then you don't feel freaked out when those conversations come to pass because you're like, oh, I looked into that. That's my, usually that's my response. I say, I had that same question myself. And so what I did was I researched it and here's what I learned. And that's a reasonable thing to respond with because to share, to share with a questioner that you also had that question, you were curious about that same thing. I heard somebody say that to me once before, that's your truth, but that's not my truth. And I thought to myself, is there such a thing as absolute truth? So I wanted to research it. So, so I think the first part of this scripture that says be prepared is a mandate. And of course, I would love for you to read the book that I wrote. And we have a package. You can uh, probably get it on our website by the time this airs, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, try. Um, it's called Searching for God. You'll be able to get it on Amazon. Um, and it's a package to do by yourself or with a small group. And to unpack these questions, what is the deal with um, your truth, my truth, how do I respond to that? Is there any, does it hold water at all? What is the deal with, um, we call that relativism. What is the deal with pluralism, which is a fancy word for saying all religions are the same. What is the deal with science? Is nature all there is or is there something supernatural? These are the three things that I kind of tackle in the book because I think they're the most commonly um, brought up things in conversations that I've had in my years of being a believer. So I'd love for you to read that book, but there are a million books um, and the contributors to the, to the project that I, that I, um, worked on are some of the great thinkers like Lee Strobel and William Lane Craig and, uh, Nabil Qureshi. And, uh, so, so great apologists, which means people who spend their whole lives making a reason for the defense of faith, um, participated and, and they all have great books too. So there are a lot of 
resources for you as a Christian that you don't have to feel like, well, I don't know the answer to that and I don't know where to get it because it's out there. Go get the answer. And then at the end of that process, you have a confidence. And that's what I think bats down the fear, Romy. You have a fear because you're like, I don't actually know the answer to that. So there's an element of go get that answer for yourself. You may never actually use it in conversation. In fact, I encourage the use of asking questions instead of beating someone with, with, you know, point counterpoint that can become very um, confrontational. confrontational. Thank you. So I, I think to, to preserve the relationship, it's better to ask questions. But if you don't know where you're leading the conversation, by having the knowledge in your own heart and mind mm-hmm. or believing that your truth is is the truth, you can't lead those questions in the right direction. So um, go ahead, G. I, um, well, you see, what happens is you, I think of so much while you're talking. I know, I sorry. That's a, why I do that no, too. I have to okay. write stuff down. I make a list. So I, w- I did want to mention that where you were talking about the um, the knowledge, like having the knowledge in your brain uh, that God will, pull it out Mm -hmm. you know and i I believe that do you believe that not only do i believe that i've experienced that a few times and it's kind of crazy so if to those who haven't experienced like they're like i've been in i don't want to say arguments um heated debates where i'm you know arguing i'm trying i'm defending my faith I'm, I'm, i'm arguing and and i'll pull out a verse and i'm like where did that come from? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I haven't thought about that verse in years. Yes. Like I had no idea that was relevant and it's so pertinent. And I'm like, well, yeah. And, and I, you know, you just go, you go off on it. Um, because God, but that only happens though, because I've had a lot of experience. If you haven't, can't tell I'm a very, I'm a fairly confrontational person. And I have, so I've had a lot of experience, um, with, you know, debating and defending faith, both in the, the right way and the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the right way, the wrong way is to do it without the Holy Spirit. And when you're d- trying to argue without the Holy Spirit, you don't get those verses. They don't come to you. And I'm like struggling and I'm like grasping at straws and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know, I know this, I know, I know this, but I just can't think of it because it's the heat of the argument and you just can't. But when you're fully, what I do, when, when you're fully, not just letting yourself letting the conversation go to the Holy Spirit, but actually actively praying, mm-hmm. God, give me the words to say, give me the verses to use. He's not going to be like, no. He's going to be like, okay, here are the verses to use. Because guess what? I wrote it down. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's not a question they can ask that I don't have the answer to. And I wrote most of it down. So read it and say it. And I'll tell you what to say. You just got to make sure you have it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when you're actively praying like that, verses just come and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and not just verses, arguments, you know, theologies, Reason. reasons, Reason. and mm-hmm. this just kind of, it's kind of crazy. But again, I shouldn't be at this surprised. point. At this point, you think I would, wouldn't be surprised, but I still am. Something that I also think is not just so important, but I think that as Christians, we have an obligation to not just be aware of our own faith and aware of the the reasoning behind our own faith but we also need to you know know thine enemy not that other religions are our enemies but just you know opponent yes know what the other side is saying because they wrote it all down too like they Mm -hmm. have their holy books and they 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 spelled out their argument and it's so what it comes to mind and 
always, 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 to this day, is one of the most, the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I was watching a debate between a Christian and a Muslim. It was a Christian man and a Muslim woman. And they were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he, and what the end, it, it wasn't even like, it was a video that was supposed to be like a comment. Um, and at the end, it, he was, you know, they were both yelling at each other. And he, he said something like, how, have you even read the Bible? And she said, yep. Have you read the Quran? And that's where the video ended because mm. he didn't. And she was like, yep, I have read the entire Bible cover to cover. And I know all of your arguments. Mm. Have you even picked up my holy book? Mm. And not only is that, a, not just is that like, not, I don't want to say a tolerance thing. Of It's not a tolerance thing. I don't, like it's, not only is that a, you know. It's a respect. It's It's a respectful thing, but also like bridge builder of like yes and if you could answer yes i've also read this and here's where i found the similarities and the differences and let's talk about it that opens up a more a less hostile conversation to begin with but also just like it also you have their playbook and Wait, she had l- l- our l- playbook let me let me jump in because based on what you just described i haven't seen this video but it's i would so long ago. i would caution to take a different tactic because I heard you say they were yelling at each other. They were angry. It wasn't and religion. And I was like think a comment, a even what you're saying by get the other person's playbook, you're hoping to win the argument. But if you want to win the soul, I think the better way than going off on your own and reading their scripture is to actually sit down with them on the couch and say, tell me about your faith. Tell me about your faith. Because I could read their scripture all day long, but that doesn't necessarily inform me about what that person as an individual holds most dear in their heart. And if I'm going to meet that person and lead them to the truth of Jesus Christ, I have to know where they're starting from. So I can get an idea of their faith. And I, I think... If you have a, a general idea that Buddhists believe this and Hindus believe this and Muslims believe this and atheists believe this and agnostics believe this, you can get a sense of where they're coming from. But I think, and tell me what you think about this, I think the more relational, probably maybe even the more successful approach would be to say, instead of let me go get your playbook and use it against you, to ask you, tell me about your faith. What does that mean to you? How did you come to that conclusion? Mm. How, are there any questions? I mean, I think it's okay to say, are there any questions you've wrestled with inside your faith? Are there any things that are, are n- not satisfying to you about your own faith? I could share those things about my faith when good things happen to bad people. I mean, ba- <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true too, but that's not what I meant to say. When bad things happen. Let's to talk good- about that. Yeah. <laughs> What's that that's about? another question. <laughs> when bad things happen to good people. You know, I could share, I could be transparent about some of the things that I struggle with and in that transparency, maybe even leading with that, like there are things about my faith that I struggle with. What are some things that you struggle with in your faith? And then just walk together gently to the truth because the truth remains. The truth doesn't move. The truth is not changing. We don't have to be strategic about the truth. The truth is just true. What we have to do in a conversation is have enough 
information, enough confidence at our disposal that we can lead them potentially through better, better using questions than shoving answers. So we agree that the Holy Spirit is on the hook, not us. Mm-hmm. We agree that um, there's a preparedness that comes to this defense, that we should have some level of preparedness, not just to, not in fact, not necessarily to argue, but to have the confidence just to have the confidence that oh I've looked into this and I I I I'm not I'm that you're not going to make me stumble, you know I've looked into this and and I I've, I've satisfied my own curiosity about it. Um, I I've said a few times to groups because um, I I'm passionate about equipping Christians, especially Christian women, who for whatever reason feel sh- like they want to shy away from these conversations. But equipping the body of Christ to have these conversations. And one of the things that that I think is important to remember is it's important to remember that you have to have your own confidence. But one of the things that I say to people sometimes when I get into an intellectual debate about the validity of Christianity is, and I can say this because I've walked the journey, not because I'm smarter, but because I just put in the time. To, to do the research. And I just can say, I understand what you're saying, and, but I've pursued all the intellectual questions that have been presented to me and that I can think of. And I find Christianity to be the most intellectually satisfying of all the options. I believe because I have a heart f- for faith, I believe that God came into my life and did something special. But I also, I never disengaged my brain. I never said, well, now I don't need to think anymore. I wanted to think more. And so I kept reading and kept researching and kept learning because I needed to know that I knew that I knew what I believed was true. And at the end of that process, I mean, it's not really a process that ends. I I continue to learn. But at the end of that process, I find my faith to be the most intellectually satisfying of all the options, not Mm -hmm. just the most spiritually satisfying, not just the most emotionally satisfying, I find it to be the most intellectually and academically satisfying of all the potential answers that people will throw. If you're coming at it from a purely intellectual standpoint. So, but I, I think that's useful to be able to share with someone and say, you know, I really, I've done a lot of thinking about this and I, I respect that you want to think about it too. So let's think about it together because at the end of my journey, I found Christianity to be the thing that satisfied my brain the most. And I think that can surprise people because I think we lead with our hearts yeah. in faith. And and so it's not appropriate for every conversation, but it's appropriate for some conversations to be like, you know, I've actually asked those questions myself. I have books. I have. Of course, I want you to buy my book, but <laughs> but I also I really love this book by Paul Little. It's called Know Why You Believe. And I actually buy it in packs of 10 because I feel so strongly about giving it to people because it's a little primer with questions and answers about what about this? What about that? How do I know that this is true? Did the resurrection really happen? All these questions that we might ask. And then there comes a point where you like feel like, oh, I'm a bad Christian. If I ask that question, I should just believe it. That's not true. Ask the question. Get the answer. No question you ask is going to topple Christianity. Ask it. And you'll be blessed 
by the pursuit of the answer because God will meet you in there and he'll be like, let me show you. I can't. uh, Thank you so much for asking. God says, thank you for asking. Wait till I show you. And if the question you're about to ask is going to topple Christianity, shouldn't you ask it? Shouldn't you know? Like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't just blindly believe even if you think it's wrong. If you if if what if you find a hole that no theologian has ever found in the past 2000 years if you find a hole point it out because that's incredibly important because mm-hmm. people don't i mean you know we don't want to just believe for the sake of believing we want to believe cuz it's right i agree and you should but I, but i think uh, you, okay you and i are the same Yep. But I don't think everybody feels that way. I think All people right. are afraid. They're like, oh my gosh, what if I ask a question that I can't figure out the answer to? And then then that will shake my faith. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Because the, the deal is, I've asked so many questions and, I've, and I pursue them. And then I read books and then they bring new questions up. And I'm like, well, I didn't think about that question. Now I need the answer to that question. And I'm not again, I'm not at the end of this journey, but I'm far enough along to be like, oh my gosh, it's always... It's always Jesus. And that's, um, thank goodness I started with right. Jesus. <laughs> you know? Okay. So um, I do want to talk um, a little bit about what I think is a great example for making a defense of, of your faith, um, which uh, Paul shows us in Acts 17. So let's talk about that. Let's see, let's see how it goes if we don't read the whole chapter. So let's turn to Acts 17 together. Okay. So in the discussion guide, I have little fill in the blanky guys. So because uh, I find for me, that's a good way to uh, realize where the emphasis should lie. So in Acts 17, I'll give you the gist. Acts 17, um, we're coming in on the scene where Paul has uh, been making his missionary journeys and he has, has, has encountered some opposition, but he's staying strong in the faith. Um, the chapter... Uh, the the entirety of chapter 17 is a few examples of where he just few of many examples in the book of acts of where Paul is witnessing and reasoning and teaching people about Jesus Christ. So we, this is, this is the scene we come upon uh, for the context of what we're talking about now. In general, I have a question I asked you in the homework to read through Acts 17. Can you just give me, before we go into my specifics, give me, um, from that blue box, blue box on your discussion guide, what are the examples that you saw Paul displaying, which might be instructive on how to make a defense of our faith? What did you put in that little question box, answer box? Oh, so when he was in the synagogues and people were asking him questions, he was prepared to answer them. And that ties in with, in First Peter, when it's like, be prepared to answer why you believe That's what great. you believe. And then... I was, oh, and when he would go into the synagogues and he wasn't afraid to proclaim like the gospel and talk about Jesus and the resurrection, he wasn't, he was just like, I'm going to tell you, Mm -hmm. you're going to listen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What did you guys put? I um, honed in on verses 24 to 31 and how he clearly states that God is the creator. We're made in his image and he set a time when he will judge everyone. Mm. And so you felt that was instructive. That actually I goes towards what we did. talked about at the beginning, There's how truth. we forget about eternity. Yeah, it's it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that in the end, we're all going to be judged.
Hey, it's Holly again. This is the part where I remind you that our ministry is supported by donations and ask you to prayerfully consider helping to financially support the ministry of Study with Friends. But guess what? In this particular study, you'll hear us talk a little bit about a book called Searching for God, recently published by Zondervan and available on their website or ours. It's a great resource for equipping yourself in the way that 1 Peter 3.15 instructs us. It says, be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. Searching for God is for individual or group study, and it'll walk you through some of the challenges that you're facing from the culture and maybe friends or family who don't understand your faith. It'll help you have the confidence you need to have those conversations in an informed but loving way. You can get this book, Searching for God, on our website, studywithfriends.org, and that supports our ministry too, so that's a win-win. I hope you take a moment to visit our website. You'll find a lot of free resources there as well. That's studywithfriends.org. See you next time we study with friends. Sometimes I don't know how to answer questions about Christianity. Sometimes I get asked questions that I wonder myself. I know I don't have all the answers, and I trust the Bible to guide me. But for someone who doesn't believe in the Bible, where do I even start? Searching for God is a study package you can do alone or with a group. It'll walk you through some of the challenges you're facing from friends or family who don't understand your faith. Searching for God. Available at Zondervan.com.